Welcome to the Dental Amigos podcast with Dr. Paul Goodman and attorney Rob Montgomery, taking you behind the scenes of the dental business world, all the things you didn't learn in dental school but wish you had. Rob is not a dentist and Paul is not a lawyer, but since Rob is a lawyer, we need to tell you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and shouldn't be considered legal advice. Listening to this podcast does not and will not create an attorney-client relationship. As is always the case, you should formally consult with legal counsel before proceeding with any legal matter. Learn more about The Dental Amigos at www.thedentalamigos.com. And now, here are The Dental Amigos. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Dental Amigos Live from New York. I'm Rob Montgomery, and I'm joined, as always, by the head nacho himself, Dr. Paul Goodman. Great to be here. I'm mean, surrounded by dentists in person, podcasting, and on Dental Nachos Live, so pretty much my uh, best day ever. Yeah, if anybody's uh, here and watching on Facebook, you know, swing by the, uh, the Darby booth and say hello. It's fun, Paul. We usually record these episodes with just the two of us yeah, sitting no, in my conference room. Yeah, I'm thousands of people, so this, this is cool. This is a weird cool thing. experience. I'm adjusting. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah I'm getting used to it. I like it. It's a little more yeah. fun to have, yeah. you know, posse, some people to We're rap just, with. We're just going in the middle of Broad Street. We can back to Philly and do yeah, it from there. Yeah, do that. <laughs> that would be a challenge. I think we'll get Dan and his crew, uh, <laughs> you know, tuned up for that and how to deal with the background noise of yeah. uh, cars running Good by. photo op. It'll be Philadelphia, so people will be cursing at us probably and throwing things at yeah. us on the medium. But, There's a lot of Eagles fans there. We'll be ready. Yeah, uh, so uh, we're uh, happy to be joined today by uh, Chris Cortez of Darby Dental. Um, Chris joined Darby uh, 11 years ago and has been an instrumental part of the company's capital equipment division. What began with a selection of autoclaves when Chris first started has transformed into a full lineup of innovative equipment and technology from top manufacturers. Two years ago, Chris was promoted to national equipment sales manager where he continues to drive the evolution of the equipment team and its growing range of offerings. So it's a cool topic for me, Paul, because obviously uh, we do a lot of uh, work with startup dentists who, uh, who consume uh, Chris's services and, yeah. and, and, uh, and equipment. So uh, something that's near and dear to us. And so now without further ado, here's Chris Cortez. Thank you, Amigo, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity to talk to... Uh, all of your followers. Oh, yeah, sure. We, well, we start with some hard-hitting questions. Uh, what is your favorite nacho topping, and where would we get nachos if we were going out for them? So, really, anything on a nacho is good. I agree. Yeah, obviously, you know, you're going to start with the basics, but uh, there's so many good spots in New York City to get food in general, but especially nachos. Um, you know, you could just walk out the door and find something. Nice. There's, a, there's a place right around the corner. Actually, I'll show you later if you want. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to know. Really, yeah, really I go to a lot of Dos Caminos here. That's sort of a standby one in Rosa oh, yeah. Mexicana. So I know those are probably the, the uh, touristy but, you know, solid spots. Yeah. You probably know some, you know, secret nacho spots. A couple, couple of chains, of course, but there's some, there's some really, really good spots that are like kind of Looks like a hole in the wall. The underground nachos. Get. I like that. It's, it's Thanks, Chris. Yeah, Here's one, it. Chris. Do you have yeah. one you can, can kind of share with our listeners? Um, I don't Especially know what people it's called, that are in New York City. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but there's literally one that's a block and a half away from here. From, from the it's Javits right, Center. It's, yeah, right from the Javits Center. Cool. Um, you just go east one a, a block and a half, and it's on 30, I think it's on 39th. Those are always the best ones. It's just a guy selling out of a cart, no licensing yeah. and nothing. You know, no, those are the guys. Well, yeah, yeah, no, this is not joking. a cart, but it does yeah. look like, it kind of looks a little shady, but it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Those Usually, though, places. when you're talking about nachos, yeah, shadier the better, Yeah, yeah, right? shady, shady is, better. is good. Yeah. That's one of the few things that shady yeah. is good. <laughs> yeah. Don't make your dental office look shady, yes. but like you're running a nacho place, shady's cool. I, I, I yeah. totally get that. Not um, bad. 
So I'm excited to talk with you, Chris, because dentistry, there's a lot of cool parts about dentistry. Not everybody knows that as a, a non-dentist. And one, technology is a big part of it because we're constantly striving to do things to enhance our patients' lives, enhance their experience at the dentist. Uh, this is my whole campaign, be nicer to your dentist, right? We're out there just trying to help you do your favorite thing, eat nachos. So I, I, the hatred towards us is misguided, I think. So let's talk about what uh, you do with uh, impression material. So most patients can relate. I can relate having braces to the uh, gooey goop, the stuff that goes in your mouth to replicate what your teeth look like. And now we, you know, just share with us a little bit the evolution of impressions and where we are now. Yeah. So, you know, obviously the traditional way is you have the goop in your mouth, you bite down on that tray, you have to wait for it to sit. It's pretty disgusting, but it's necessary, right? It's a necessary piece of dentistry. You have to do these impressions. Um, and it's time consuming. Um, and then, you know, I guess, I don't know how long ago, but when Sarek first came out and they started doing scanning and stuff, it, it was just revolutionary. And it was just amazing when they, they could scan your, your teeth, but it was really super expensive. So not everybody was getting into it at that point. Uh, you really had to want to spend. You really yeah. had, to, had to really be willing to, to invest a, a gigantic chunk. And maybe it wasn't worth it for everybody. But they've become so ubiquitous now, these impression scanners. I mean, yeah. you can, you know, you can literally walk down every single aisle and see at least one. We have at least one in our booth at all times. Um, and um, and it, they really do pay for themselves. Technology is one of those things that, in general, pays for itself. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very similar to, like, uh, Rob's a veteran of going to the dentist with the x-rays. And we had the film x-rays for a long time and the digital x-rays. And there's resistance, and we were part of it to resist it because you're changing a whole system. You're changing what you do all the time. Right. And you really know to know the why. Yep. What is like, let's say I like Price is Right, Bob Barker back in the day. Uh, let's just say I'm an office, four operatory office. I'm one solo dentist. I've been a dentist for 17 years and I've been doing traditional PVS impressions, Improgram impressions. And I say, all right, Chris, I'm going to do it. Just give me a range of cost to purchase a scanner. What is, what's that range yeah. would you give me? So you, you're looking at, from a, for a, a decent scanner, you're looking at, and you can go anywhere from 80,000, 80,000, I'm sorry, 18,000 to, you know, 45,000, depending on what you're looking at, what you want to get. And the truth is, it's funny that you brought up film because to me, other than digital sensors, I don't think there's a piece of technology that pays for itself faster and is a better investment than an impression scanner. Yeah. I mean, digital sensors, you have to, if you're still using film, just, just switch right now. But if, um, but it's just, it's about the time. Yeah. What people don't realize is it's about the time. It's not about the impression material, the cost of the impression material. It's about the time. And that, that's going to be the key. It's, you're going to save the time. And I don't know if you want me to get into all of that right now. But sure, you can share. I'm, I'm curious. Like yeah, how much time yeah. are you talking about? I mean, you know, for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not clinical. The, 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 tech, the technical parts of that are, not, are kind of lost on me. But, you know, the, the return on the investment and then the time from yeah. the management standpoint, I think, is, is really compelling. Yeah, so Dental Economics Magazine did an, wrote an article in 2013. It wasn't even an article about scanners. It was about... You, it was basically about use the best possible impression material because you don't want to do retakes. Right. You want to have the best possible impression material. But you can just take those numbers and you can see what they did was they said, look, the average office around the country, not New York or Philadelphia or wherever, where everything's a billion dollars to do anything, not like L.A., but across the country, uh, the average office is shooting for about $2,500 in production per day. When you break it down into an eight-hour day, it basically works out to $5.21 per minute. And the average impression from setup to, you know, setting the, the impression to all that takes almost 18 minutes. 
So when you add in the cost of the impression material and the time of 521, and that's again, that's your average office, it works out to almost $100 or sometimes over $100 per impression is really when you, when you factor in the time, it's time costing alone. you $100. And then the ADA estimates that the average office is doing 384 impressions per year. It's $40,000 a year almost is in your time value, $40,000 yeah. a year. So even if you buy a more expensive one, which you don't have to because you, don't, you just don't have to anymore, the technology's there, it'll definitely pay for itself. If you buy a, a $25,000 um, impression scanner, it's gonna pay for itself in less than a year. If you buy a $45,000 impression scanner, it's still gonna pay for itself in just probably a little over a year when you factor in the time. So it's a big deal. And I like that, and so uh, I have a slogan, uh, being happier in life is uh, being less annoyed, right? So, yeah. so now you, we were talking about with Dennis like money, but let's say Dennis says, it's not even about the money, and sometimes it's not, right? But right. I've been a dentist for 18 years, taking these impressions, I see the value of it, but I'm not ready to go through this annoyance, right? Tell me about this transition of how long, the learning curve, who's yeah. taking the impressions, how long, let's say, let's just talk about with what we're doing most of the time, a single, like, let's just talk about a crown, right? A crown yeah. on number 30. I got your scanner, you're there with me. I'm like, all right, you threw all my impression material out. I can't use it. The only yep. way I can do this, walk us through how long it takes to do and the learning curve part. Right. I mean, obviously still going to do all your crown prep and all that. But once you do that, it's literally less than a minute to do that impression. Huh. And once wow, you do that impression, uh, once you do that digital impression, you're not doing anything. You're not, you're not making a model anymore. You're not um, putting it in a box and shipping it to the lab. You're literally just going to email that to your lab or... If you mill it yourself or if you have a printer or whatever you're going to do to print a temporary, you can send it to yourself. But mostly what you're going to do is you're just going to email that to your lab. So you're going to get a quicker turnaround. Uh, you're going to get quicker reimbursement. You're going to get, everything's going to be faster, easier. And for your patient, it's a really big advantage. So even if you say, look, it's, for me, it's not worth it. Well, well, most dentists that I've, my experience has been, and before I got in the dental industry, I didn't think this was true. But, my, but, um, but now that I know so many dentists, I realize they're not, they don't really actually want to inconvenience you and give you pain. They actually want to help yeah. you. They're, they're actually Thanks. good, We're good people. people, right? Yeah, they're actually yeah, yeah, yeah. good people. They're, yeah. actually, they're actually trying to help you. I didn't believe it <laughs> at first, you know, until, I got, until I met them, but it's true. So they, they want to help you. And if you want to help your patient and you want their experience to be better and you want them to come back, obviously that's a big deal, you know, no more goop in their mouth and yeah. no extra time in, the, in your chair. You know, as good as people as you are, I don't want to go to the dentist and spend four hours there. I, no. I want to get in. I want to get out. I don't want to have to come back, you know, 26 times. I don't, yeah. I don't want any of that. So for me, I think it's a really, really big deal that your patient is happier too. So sure. even if you don't care about it for yourself, if it's not that important, you're already, you know, you're already you know, major millions your patient's going to like it, too. They're going to appreciate it as well. Well, that's the world we live in, too. Yeah. I mean, everybody would like to be in and out as quickly as right. possible. I mean, and I'm, you know, I will The admit. opposite of the massage. Is it over already? Are we done yet? It's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the like, massage. Can we be longer? Dennis, are we done yet? You didn't sit in the chair. Well, I'd like to be done. Right? I mean, if I'm sitting in a chair in, in some sort of healthcare provider's office, in the waiting room or whatever, and it's like I'm starting to look at my watch, and yeah. unfortunately in my world, like, I can look at what 45 minutes cost me yeah, yeah. and I know exactly what that cost me I start getting angry I want to start you know? billing it. I want to start billing six minutes increments uh, that story about your cat Mrs. Smith that was 80 bucks right you, you so, don't though Paul it's not a healthy way to like live your life to like think in you know tenths of an hour but 
you know, but that's it. And that's the world's not changing. We're and not going to get away from instant, you know. And I use myself as an example because we're trying to look into this technology. We have multiple providers, which sometimes I think it makes it more challenging instead of less challenging. If it's just me and one assistant to do a new thing, it's I think easier sometimes to adopt. You get everyone on board. I want to do this. But I'm assuming, you know, many dentists probably say they wish they did this sooner yeah. once they jump over this hurdle. Absolutely. And it's we similar to sensors. We were speaking with um, uh, a great dentist talking about AlphaGate, and I like talking about brands, and Darby's kindly sponsored us to, to do this. Uh, what scanners are you, like, I, I like when dentists know names, when they know names like the implants, Nobel, Strauman, 3i, Hyacin. What are the scanners that Darby's selling right now, and what are some of their features? So we, in our booth right now, we have the Heron 3-disc scanner which is a great scanner. It's fast, it's super accurate, has a rotating tip, which as a dentist, you understand, instead of turning your, your hand in all different awkward positions or having to switch tips yeah. and stuff and, and take all that extra time, it's got, a, it's got that going on. It's also um, the software. So, and, the, and, and this is a big deal because this is what's going to uh, make you want to use it more often is their software is so easy and simple to use. So you'll do a full arch, once, you're, once you get used to it, in the beginning, it, it's like anything else. It's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, but once you get used to it, you'll, you'll, you'll scan a full arch in under two minutes. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and, and there's going to be other companies that are going to say, oh, 30 seconds, which, you know, in a lab, you know, on a model, yes, of course, we could do that. In, but I'm being, you know, to be honest, you're going to look at it and you're going to say, if you're being honest, it's going to be about a minute and a half to do an arch. So three minutes, two or three minutes to do both arches, complete arches, if you had to do full, it's just unbelievable. It's super, super fast, um, super easy to use, and um, not expensive. And we have our JBN sign here, Rob, just be nice. And I think a lot of times, and we were had a great new dentist panel recently, where some of the younger dentists were saying, you know, I don't know what to do in an office or what kind of value I could be. And we talk about mentorship, and one of my favorite shows is Seinfeld, and Seinfeld always goes, what's in it for the mentor, right? What's in it for the mentor? Yeah. And I, I think that's real because relationships in life have to be a win-win. It has nothing to do with money. Yeah. And we have some amazing associates who will look into technology for us. So if you're an associate with a slower schedule than the owner, you look into this technology, and just like you did when you were a kid, you know, kindly badger, kindly annoy the owner, and I will... If, if someone says, I want to try this new what's and who's at Pennington Dental, I say, you look into it, you show me the why, we might, we'll be able to do that. And it's just a great opportunity for associates and owners to bond yeah. over something cool. And, you know, that I think is just a great idea for young associates out there to look into it. And that's why they should come to shows like this and see this, like seeing the scanners. I want to ask a question because uh, people can't see Rob in person here, but we could have like who can open their mouth the widest contest here. Oh, so boy. there is something where... How, I mean, this is a genuine question. Okay. I was resistant to some of the times because I thought they looked like old cordless phones. Yeah. And how was I going to get it in people's mouth in the back? Yeah. How, how, what, related to something, what size are the scanners now? The scanners, they're much, much smaller. I, uh, my dentist actually had one of those old ones. It looked like a gun. And it was you really couldn't get wide. people over wide enough. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, it's like, could you just yeah. dislocate your jaw like a cartoon character, right? Yeah. It's kind of like you, akin to like the early cell phones, right? Yeah. You know, some giant thing. Like, you, it's it going to get better. Just, where you, just carried, that, where you right. carried that battery pack. So <laughs> exactly. my dentist actually did have one of those. Uh, I won't mention the brand because we don't sell it, but, um, and they've gotten a lot better, but um, they're much, much smaller. They're smaller than these microphones. Yeah. Um, actually, the, um, the, the Heron unit is, um, is probably the smallest and most ergonomic uh, handpiece on the market. Um, but I would say if you, if you have like an iPhone 10, um, actually it's not even a good example. I don't know. It's so, the, the, the actual tip that's going in your mouth is, is smaller than this business card. 
I know the people on the yeah, they can't card. hear it, but yeah, it's right, a typical right. business card. Yeah. The tip is 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 half the width of a business card, um, and so it's easy to use. And like I said, I mean, it's convenient, it's comfortable, and it's fast. So you're you know again, it's not just about the money, but the patient is so happy that they're not sitting there with that goop in their mouth, and it's it's easier for you as well. Yeah, it's cool too that we're thinking. I mean, we just had Nicole Perry on, you know, with CareStack, so talking about like how the importance of bringing millennials into your practice and, yeah. and what that can really mean and, and you know, financially and how large of, a, of the patient population that they are, um, this is just one of those things, you know? Like, yeah. if you're going to be current uh, and, and really be progressive and, and you know, and kind of encourage people that are looking for progressive dental treatment, something that's relevant and modern and up-to-date, I mean, this is it, right? I mean, yeah. what, what could be more, more modern and current than this, you know? I mean in this day and age, I think to sit in a dental chair and, and have, you know, a, a mold in, in, in your mouth, an impression like that, ah, yeah. you know, you're, you're not on the cutting edge. And again, uh, you know, it's sort of like, you know, if the front is not, looks, if the, if the drapes don't look so good, what's behind it, you know? Yeah. And then as a patient, you have to wonder, and it just seems really cool. And just really, to me, would really make it a much more interesting, dynamic patient experience. And it also just allows you to, like, share with your patients. Like, when people talk to you through stuff, it, things go quicker. Like, my wife, she's like, life is going so fast and fun because you talk all the time, Paul, and you through it. You can ask her. <laughs> she says that every but, day, about yeah, Paul, yeah. doesn't she? But uh, um, that's, you know, there's a lot of downtime in a dental chair, and people sit there with those impressions. It's been, it's been highlighted. The movies don't like us much either. They're not a big fan of the dentist. Where's the dentist hero in a movie? Up, oh, never. Um, but uh, it, now it would be a cool thing because, you know, it's the opposite of the Steve Martins and all of his things where, yeah. you know, you're sitting there drooling, you can't get the impression out of someone's mouth. And, uh, you know, I think it's part of our nacho ABCs of always be changing, always be creative, always be connecting. And like Daniel Tiger in our house, try new things. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, what's cool about it is uh, you were saying, I mean, the scanners used to be way more expensive than they are now. Oh, yeah. So if someone added up their supply bill, and, you know, Darby is a great example because you sell both. You obviously sell impression yep. material. So you're yep. saying, hey, we have two solutions. And, you know, I, I still think... You know, maybe Rob, you see this when you're young associates, something goes down and you say, well, we'll get out my old trusty fax machine. That'll fix it. I mean, I, I, I know some people are, say they're totally impression material free, but you can, ha you can have two good things in your office. Absolutely. Yeah, you can, you can still do. There might even be some applications where you almost where you need it or yeah. where, you, where you're saying, look, um, you know, my patient has some kind of a, you know, anatomical difficulty where I can't really use the scanner yeah. for some reason. I, I can't, to be honest, think of anything off the top of my head, but, but um, there could be that, you know, that situation. Well, that, that, helps, that helps Dennis, if I help you, that helps them feel safe when you say, if you still need to use your PBS, yeah. you can use it. But this is a great thing to try, just like when we switch through phones or operating softwares that we talked about. So this, this whole theme has been going through is where it's like change is happening. Are you going to yeah. get on board with it or are you going to resist it? Yeah. I mean, and the other thing, too, is uh, if I could just touch on something that you said, Robert, it was um, the millennials. They are l scouring the Internet to find their dentist. Mm -hmm. And they, they look on the re I'm old. I'm not looking at the reviews. I, I'm just like, oh, this guy's down the road, you know. Well, you're probably, I think you're younger than me. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, but it's not my, it's not my, my first move yeah. is not to go to the internet and, and, and mm -hmm. you know, Google yeah. the who's the coolest dentist with the greatest technology and the latest whatever. I mean, I happen to know dentists, but I'm saying in, in, mm -hmm. in, in another field, if it's a doctor or whatever, I'm probably just going to whoever's closest. Yeah. Um, but for, for these millennials, they go right to the internet they're looking up who's got the greatest technology, who's using scanners, who's got a, a comb beam, who's got sensors, who's got 
the best reviews. You yeah. know, reviews are like everything. If you got good reviews, you could just you could do anything. And um, and so it's it's a big deal. If you don't have the impression scanner and somebody else does, or if you don't have sensors and somebody else does, or whatever it is, you know, they're going there. They're going to your competitor because they want most convenient, fastest, easiest, nicest doctor. Just and, I, nice. and I think one thing I'll say is, you know, I've been um, in our, my dad's practice since I was born. You know, I was like painting the side, doing stuff. And it, I've said this a lot, and I practice in the town where I grew up in, the the, the patient population, they just don't plunk down for 30 years. They're coming and going. Yeah. So the relationships that my brother and I have with new patients is way different than what my yeah, dad has. And, right. it, and anything you can use as a win is just a good one. I mean, people yeah. come in and work for Princeton University for five years and leave, and they need a dentist for those five years. Probably very much, it's be, even the suburbs are becoming cityified to some degree because yeah. people are coming and going. And, and anything that you can point out is a cool thing. You know, I, I let people steal the Keurig if they want to because I want to have a good, them have a good experience. And, <laughs> I mean, that's basically all we can do is anything to have a good experience in our office yeah. and we don't have so many cool things and you know uh, I think most people will think it's cool to kind of see their teeth on a big screen being scanned no well, doubt you know too though to me you have to come back to the amount of time and time and the money you know two things with that one because I know from my profession there's some things that are enjoyable to do and there's some things some things that aren't just having yeah. somebody with their impression sitting in your chair for 18 <laughs> right. minutes yeah. like that's not the, the highlight of your yeah. day right but then really, though, in what is becoming an increasingly more competitive environment for the owner-operator dentist, if there is a way that you can invest in technology that you can pay for itself in a year, then that's going to make you more profitable. And when you're going to compete against big groups and corporate and, and DSO, yep. and you're the little guy, you need to avail yourself of all the tools that, yeah, that, are, that sure. are available to you, you know, because there are other things that you may not be able to do as well. Uh, or to be able to compete with them. But if there are things that you can do, then you got to do it, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, why not? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, uh, from the business side of it, which is obviously I'm not a doctor and I'm not a lawyer, and I don't think of it from your perspective necessarily, but I think of it just strictly from a business perspective. From a business perspective, you can't, you have to do the things that are going to make you money. I don't think of it of, um, of an impression scanner as, uh, as a cost. I think of it as it's an investment mm -hmm. that's going to pay for itself. Right. Same thing with sensors. Same thing with an intraoral camera. You know, the technology is not like a chair. A chair is just going to, you have to have a chair, obviously, but it's, it doesn't pay you. It's not going to pay for itself. It's just going to be And also, dentists, they're always yeah. buying new golf that's clubs, and they stink at golf. So, yeah. like, you're good at dentistry. Dude, you're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for somebody that plays as seldom as, yeah, as, as I you. Appreciate you're that. still that's, good. Have, you still like, got three game. skills, nacho eating. But, but, twice a year. But. but, you know, these are our tools, and it's sometimes it's fun to use a new, new club. Yeah. And, and dentists are good at this. Yes. It's like, imagine if you bought a new golf club, and you became a little better, and it made golf more fun. I mean, that's what dentists are doing. There's just a fun factor. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, Rob has used his main time making the donuts. It's like, you know, yeah. whatever, no matter what you're getting paid, no matter what you're doing, people want to do some new fun stuff. And dentistry yeah. has some cool technology. And um, I always think, you know, I've, and I'm a, like, I see things broad picture. You know, I'm a big fan of this Algen Alternative uh, that's a sponsor of ours. There's just so much space to do new fun things. Yep. And you don't usually go back, right? So it doesn't mean, you know, you don't go from goopy impressions to scanning everything in one day. It's just a journey and a tool just like, you know, your golf clubs too. So I, I think it uh, fits perfectly with our um, Amigo Nacho theme. Well, you know, it's, it's like, it's in my other ways too, that, you know, if you don't continue to like keep yourself relevant, then, you know, you get to the point where you're just so irrelevant that it becomes almost an impossible task to update yeah, that, right? Totally. You know, it's just part of like an ongoing process. 
to continually you know, change, make those little adjustments, those small changes, those investments that are going to pay off over time. Because if you don't, and we see this, Paul, in the transition world, you know, it's like, this is a practice. You know, this is, you know, the revenue is what it is, and it's, it's a decent, you know, grossing practice, but it's like everything's antiquated. You know, they're not digital. They don't, you know, they're yeah. paper charts. They don't have, you know, digital x-ray. They don't have anything in there. It's like, you know, that devalues that practice. So it's like, without even looking at the ROI in the short term of what that brings to you, it, you're going to pay for that anyway totally. when it comes time to sell your practice. Yeah. So you may as well have had it. So it's like, my, my wife and I joke, they were, it's like, you know, we used to like think, oh, we don't want to do that project. We'll do it later before we move, you know. It's like, well, if we're going to do it, well, right. let's do it now yeah. so we can enjoy it, you know, and get the benefit of it and not wait until we have to do it when the realtor says, like, you know, that bathroom on the third floor yeah. is like needs a little work. Yeah, you know? of course. Like, and it's also the, uh, we do so much with transitions. And this is just a good message for the audience listening is that transitioning a practice and selling it, you should be thinking of that at least five years before you have to. Like, and, yeah. and I'm telling Dennis out there, they can incorporate a scanner and that will be so much more attractive to a buyer. Just like, you know, my, my good amigo, Dr. Todd Fleischman, I think he's got some sort of mini sauna in his house. And probably that's a little attractive thing to someone buying the house. And just if you go to a practice and say, we already have bumped our head and we have this scanner, the nacho scanner, whatever it is, and our assistants know how to use it. You have no idea, Rob, how attractive that would be. Your clients would be talking about that thing. And you'd be saying, well, here, instead of EBITDA. You well, know? Yeah, but let's think. You know, For an older dentist that's listening to this, who's going to buy your practice? Right. An older dentist? No. Yeah. A younger dentist that is looking for that type of, that type of technology. A, quote, unquote, millennial dentist, right? And, and when, so yep. you know, if, if you're, if you're going to make yourself attractive, then that's and What that's Chris has shared is, because my dentist people, uh, they're cheap people. I know them very well. They're cheap people, very frugal. Uh, dentist cheap. But you can sort of, even out this investment in a short time. So I just think that's a good take-home message from, you've really represented everything we stand for here. Yeah. Fun, making good business decisions, trying new things, saving money. I will give you uh, sort of the floor. We always kind of have the, this is SNL theme, uh, Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy was back in the day. That it dates me. I remember it. But uh, parting thoughts with uh, uh, Chris for our nacho audience or anything you'd like to share before we jump off. So I'll just, I want to part with this because uh, you, you touched on it. I always tell the reps, the doctors, the whoever, I, the, the, the biggest, I get an objection all the time. Well, I'm retiring in a few years, so I'm not going to do this. I'm retiring in a few years. Technology is kitchens and bathrooms. I tell doctors all the time, if you have an old kitchen and the guy down the road has a brand new kitchen or a five-year-old kitchen and yours is from 1987, that house is selling faster and yeah. it's selling for more money than your house is selling for. So if you're planning on retiring and just you know walking away from your practice and not getting anything out of it, okay, don't invest anymore. But if you want to get another nickel out of that practice, invest that money now. It's 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 it pays for itself right now, but it also will pay for itself when you sell in your practice. So kitchens and bathrooms, that's what technology is. I, I, I agree with you. It's great, dude. And I'm still, I'm still looking at this popping up the screen, you know, here at the Darby booth. Vintage is only cool when it's vinyl. Yeah, right? yeah very yeah, true. So I, true. Not when it's the practice technology. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, so it's great. I mean, we're going to have to steal that. I don't yeah. know. Do we need, I'm asking you, I'm I the know, lawyer. Yeah, yeah, lawyer. Do we need permission yeah, yeah. Can we from, steal? from Darby? We'll start ask, ask Darby. putting that on, uh, uh, on our have, show. You have, my, you have great, my permission. Thanks. I don't have any authority, but you can just say that I said Chris Cortez says I do that all the time in life a lot of times. There's no authority. I how could people reach out to you if they'd want to learn more or just talk to you? Yeah, so um, you could just go to the Darby website, which is uh, just darby.com uh, to check us out and check out some of the equipment um, that we sell. Um, you can call the, um, the 800 number. is 800-645-2310. And, um, you know, call the uh, and ask for the equipment team 
or the equipment department, or just me, Chris Cortez. I'm still, I'm the national sales manager for equipment, and I'm still on the phone every day with our customers. So, What's your email address, Chris? Uh, it is um, Christopher.Cortez, and that's with an S, C-O-R-T-E-S, at Darby.com. Cool, and that'll be up on the show notes, as, as always, for everyone. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for taking the time. It's great having you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much, Chris. Thanks appreciate lot, it. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to another great podcast with The Dental Amigos. And don't forget to tune in next time to have the dental business demystified. If you're looking for more information about today's podcast, you can find it on thedentalamigos.com. If you're looking for Paul, you can find Paul at drpaulgoodman.com. And if you're looking for Rob, you can find him at yourdentallawyer.com. This podcast has been sponsored by Orange Line Media Group, helping dentists and other professionals create content people love. Find out how we can help you take your business to the next level at www.orangelinemg.com. Till next time.